Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3. It is the evening runway. I'm Elliot Danker. We're going to talk about how a decade ago, the idea of buying something just using a fingerprint might be something more commonly seen on TV, right? Not really not really heard of. In fact, Apple, the year 2013, to revolutionize how we pay for things with fingerprint ID in the App Store. Fast forward to today, we're going closer and closer to becoming a cashless society. In fact, globally contactless payment transaction values are set to surpass 10 trillion US dollars uh, by the year 2027. You know, it's all about ease, convenience, security, inclusion, all of this accelerated the transaction away from cash. However, many of today's current payment solutions are leaving entire cross-sections of society behind, including the most vulnerable, the underserved, and of course, the unbanked populations. In 2022, the World Health Organization estimated that there were approximately 2.2 billion people worldwide with vision impairment. Is there potential, perhaps, for biometrics in making payments more inclusive for everyone? Well, on the line with me, is Romain Zanolo, who's the managing director of APAC Payments Systems said Idemia. Good afternoon, Romain. How are you? Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. And I guess it's still time to wish Happy New Year to your audience and to yourself. Happy New Year to you too. Okay, let's talk about biometric payments. This has definitely gained a lot of transaction. Are we still putting it down to the pandemic that really pushed this forward? For sure, when you think about biometric, one thing that comes to mind immediately is the uh, contactless aspect. And unfortunately, in this pandemic, we had to avoid touching things. So biometric was having a lot of traction and contactless in general was having a lot of traction during the pandemics with this uh, with this trend. And this is starting a new wave where people are more comfortable not touching, which means seamless authentication and interaction. And of course, biometric is one of the ways of doing this. Is it possible to sort of talk about the different kinds of biometrics? Does it have to be only fingerprints? No, no, no. So biometrics in general, I think there's a, in the market overall, uh, you start to see multiple topics and trends. So, of course, fingerprint is one of them. Face is also becoming more and more popular in, in various applications. Iris, Palm, Vein, you name it, more and more biometrics are being used. There are a few that are most, I would say, commonly used because of the smartphone that, uh, that you introduced well, okay. which are face and fingers, which we are used as consumers to use in our day-to-day life. Okay, fair enough. I mean, it sounds like there are a lot of avenues here. Would you say then the payment ecosystem for 2024 is looking more inclusive or is there still a long way to go? Both. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I think the industry overall are making some move in, ex- in inclusivity and uh, it's any form of inclusivity. So here we we discuss about, I would say, uh, handicapped people and people with visually impaired. But overall, uh, the, the industry is working towards more inclusion. So on the visually impaired people, there's been a discussion with MasterCard, for example, that okay. we, were, uh, we were involved on, on adding a small notch on the card. So it sounds like nothing, but having a, uh, on your payment card, a small notch that allows you to identify if it's your debit card, your credit card, your, uh-huh. your prepaid card. And this is something that at Adenia, we, we, we co- co-invented with, uh, with MasterCard last year. But that's one of the examples that okay. are already live in the market. And okay. of course, there are the topics on how can you use biometry and we're excited to be working on those. 
I find it quite fascinating and really fascinating might be the wrong word to use here because I'm guessing with Idemia and how you guys are trying to, to build that inclusive future, do you look at every payment system, for example, the card, right? Do you question like, what is that process like? Okay, how would a blind person use this card? Or how would say, I don't know, a person who's deaf use this card? Is that the process? Is that how it's like? So it's exactly like that. But that's the thinking we were having for uh, specifically visually impaired. So all right, all right. Uh, what we did is we, we came out with this concept and a few, the industry in general with this concept of biometric cards. So it's something that has been around for a couple of years now, but that is moving to fruition and of maturity now, which is very simple. Uh, you put a fingerprint sensor on your payment card that allows you to authenticate without a PIN or a signature. Mm. So you, you don't need to sign, you don't need to type a PIN, wherever is the, is the market. So this is something that has been around. We tested the concept in Japan with JCB here in Singapore with uh, MatchMove. But last year, we were thinking that this could be extremely useful for blind people. Yeah. So we, we went to an association of blind people and uh, we asked them a feedback and the, the feedback was quite positive. So we, we tried to, I would say, redevelop the product with this in mind, mm. how we could cater to the specific needs of visually impaired people with biometric cards. Mm. You know, financial inclusion is definitely an issue that needs to be tackled globally. I want to get your opinion. Do technology companies even realize how much they can gain from being more accessible? I think they do, but gain is probably not <laughs> the, the original word. I would okay. say a lot of technology companies are, are becoming more and more aware and are putting accessibility and inclusivity and CSR in general at the center of what they, they do. This is the case for us. And CSR is, is a top priority for the company on all fronts. And we're looking at how we can be more inclusive in, uh, in everything we do. So on one side, this is, I would say, just a normal trend that you see in the industry because mm-hmm. the world is progressing and is getting better. Uh, on the other, I, I still agree with your, with your comment that basically the world is more digital. There's more and more interaction and signature overall that are happening. And when it comes to people that are, I would say, visually challenged or other type of challenge, uh, they still need to be able to have access to security and convenience at the same time. Yeah. And basically security and convenience, this is the DNA of technology company and, and particularly ours, finding the right balance between both. Fair point. And, and the thing about this world is uh, access to data is more and more apparent. For example, I took it back to 2019. It was found that 89% of visually impaired have been victims of fraud or have made errors when it comes to paying goods or services. Based on that, the fact that we know there is this group of underserved individuals, what are the challenges then in, in getting payment systems to be more inclusive? Is it a case of the willingness to invest? I think a bit of everything. There have been changes in the market overall. Like one thing that happened, and which is uh, overall a, a good trend for consumers, but not necessarily in inclusion, was the uh, the point of sale systems becoming more and more digital, becoming mini computers versus the old uh, point of sale that we were having. But something, for example, that is uh, an implication of that is that there's no more buttons on the point of sales. People, mm. people could have access to buy, for example, for a market where there's a pin. But now that you move to an Android terminal, you might not be able to have access to buy when you want to tap your pin code. So uh, technology has also introduced some uh, additional challenges. Also, the, uh, the, the queue, the, the consumer market is becoming bigger and bigger. So the terminals might not be easily accessible for the visually impaired people. So that has created its own set of challenges in the market that we're trying to address here. Yeah, and then there's the whole issue of security as well. Any opinion on how biometrics can extend beyond payments as far as in being inclusive is concerned? 
I think this is we're lucky in Singapore. We're living in a in a place where there's there's fantastic technology around, such as ThinkPass that we're using most of the time. But biometrics is uh, is spreading overall, and I think it started as we said by the smartphone revolution. But access control, getting access to your office using biometrics, is already deployed in in certain uh, certain places in Singapore, but not everywhere, which is much easier than going registering at the at the entrance of a lobby and getting inside the, inside the building. So that that is one, and of course identity, signature, and anything around account opening, signing high-value transaction when we speak of the retail banking world. This is, of course, something that uh, biometric can power and, uh, and improve. What, what do you see in terms of, you know, the future biometrics or, or, or perhaps, you know, digital identity trends worth watching out for this year? The digital ID term, one thing we start to see more and more is a sort of convergence between identity and payment. And okay. this is something that uh, that we're experiencing. So when we speak about biometric payment, basically you used to have biometry that was used only for identification or authentication purposes. And now you're starting to put biometric inside some uh, workflow and operating flow. So I think this is one of the, on the major trends. Of course, you can't start 2024 without speaking about data and, and machine learning and AI and how all of this and that the increase in data is going to be uh, multiplying the use cases uh, online and offline. And uh, this is probably something that will need more and more identity as you transact more and more. All right. I've been speaking with Romain Zanolo, who's the Managing Director, APEC Payment Services for Adabia. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Have a great Friday evening. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.